Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Does anybody know anybody that's kind of just wading through life, just sort of making it, sort of dragging their feet, reluctant? Let's go to the word passion. Who has a passion for something? Pick any item. I don't care. Motorcycles, cars, women, men. You can have passion for everything and anything. What does that passion do? It amplifies your greatest desire. Ooh, that word desire. Wow. I love to desire. Why? Because it puts the passion into what you're doing. And once you have put passion and desire together, God says, Oh, brother, we've got to supply some energy because he, she is desiring this. We've got to give it. If I said to God, I sort of kind of want this, God's response is, I sort of kind of want to give it to you. No, God, this is what I'm looking for. Bring it on. Let's go. You really want that, Jim? Well, lovingly and gently, if it's in my highest and best interest. See how you can put this little safety catch and valve into it and not worry that you're going to get overloaded because you kind of put that little safety valve in there. Make sense, everybody? Okay. You say, what the heck does this got to do with me and spirit? Well, get real. You're owning yourself. You're claiming your power and you're using it. You're not just going through the motions. Understand? You are living your life with passion and desire. Live it to the fullest. Don't go through waiting life like, well, it's like drinking lukewarm milk. Yuck. I want it cold or really, really warm, if that makes sense. You know, make hot chocolate. Okay? What would you call it if you have a certain like, affinity to maybe a place or a country? I mean, I, I just have this like, desire to go to Ireland for no reason. I just like it. You know? I mean, okay. I, I, like, I, I thought okay. of the culture mm-hmm. and I thought of the history and it just kind of vibes with me. I don't understand it. Okay. That's, that tells you you've had a past life there before. You've had a past life, and right there's so you're reconnecting with something you had in a previous lifetime that really resonates with you. Call it passion. Mark my word, it's a passion. There was something you gained a lot from that lifetime, and you want to reconnect to that. Obvious. If you have a chance, go back. Okay. Yes. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It could be thousands of years ago. But you're still resonating with that. It's connecting to you. It becomes you. Yeah. It is you. It is you. Wow, that's kind of scary, isn't it? Oh, that's her. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. So look at how that is. All right. Now, does anybody else have a sense of passion or desire? Does anybody else feel like they need to go back to something or experience something? Okay. Anybody want to share? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's what you're doing. You're reconnecting to a previous experience that has passion attached to it. That's what brings us back to it again. Because remember, if you've ever experienced something and you would say, well, that was a great thing, like riding a roller coaster, say, I want to go again. Then you go back to it and you ride the roller coaster again because it feels that good to you. Go back. I will. Good. <laughs> Put it out there. See, there again, I desire to reconnect to my experience. When you told God that, guess what? God says, desire, experience? Wow, we can do that. 
God knows how to do that. To connect the things to heaven. Uh, it makes absolutely no sense. I'm from Asia. <laughs> no connection. Honey, that's, that makes, excuse me, that makes total sense. <laughs> okay, even though there's no connection. It doesn't have to because you've had this experience to bring something in and you're also having the previous experience that we'll call this a blessing from your past. Okay, make sense? Yeah. Anybody else? Please. I get told where to move. Like I was in Colorado okay. and I was told to go to California, which I did. Then after my husband passed, I was told to come here to Peoria. Mm -hmm. I had never been in Peoria and I had never been in Illinois. But I had like a vision of the house I was going to live in. And it was all lit up. Light was going off everywhere. So okay. that's very interesting. Right. Well, again... Your spirit and you have a connection to something. And it doesn't always have to be past life because maybe you're coming here to learn something new or add to your uh, call it life's experiences, okay? It doesn't always have to be... A good example would be my son who lives in Milwaukee. He, Philip was born and raised in Michigan. All of a sudden he decides to go to California because he had an uncle lived out there, so he goes out for about five years. And then he comes back to the Midwest and he picks Milwaukee which has nobody, he has no friends, he has nobody he knows there. And he goes cold turkey in the city of Milwaukee. Like everybody's wondering, why did you pick Milwaukee, Phil? What's that's, the deal? Yeah, everybody's coming along like this. It don't make sense, you know, it's stupid. Because he knows nobody, nobody. But yet, why did he pick that? I don't know for sure, but I said I accepted the fact that he chose that. And move on. And he still lives there. I think he's been there, what, five, six years now? Why? He seems to be okay, and yet... He hasn't made a lot of friends. He seems to be very content to live a very simple life, very much on his own. Back to why would he do that? <laughs> Folks, it gets crazy at this point. Remember that word crazy. Just back to accept and believe and trust. You're there for a reason. Why did you pick Peoria? What the hell were you thinking? What were you thinking? Well, I'm here so I can meet you. Okay. 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 And it's yeah. really true. I have a lot of friends there. When I came here, I knew nobody. Okay. And a lot of things have changed and shifted. Another little incident for myself, and I think you may relate to this. I was 15 years old, and I had never been to the city of Indianapolis, and that's where I live now. And my sitting in the back seat of my dad's car, he's driving, and I can remember as we're driving down Meridian, which is like the main street goes to the center of town, and I'm looking out the window, and I say to myself, if I was to live in any city, because I was a country boy, I call myself, it would be Indianapolis. Now, mind you, I'm not thinking. I'm just thinking to myself, well, where did that come from? And where do I move to? Indianapolis. How did that happen? At some point, my spirit knew that I was going to come to Indianapolis. It sort of planted the seed in me to prepare myself for this move, even though I didn't know it. See, you can have, I'm just giving you different options. Like, you knew where to move. I didn't plant the seed, or did I? Maybe I did. By stating... If I was to live in any city, it would be Indianapolis. I was 15 years old, and I was, what, about 48 or 9 when I moved to Indianapolis, something like that. So. And what I was thinking is when I drove into the state, I heard, well, honey, we're so glad you're back. And then when I pulled into Peoria, I got the same thing. And that was very interesting because I'm like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I right. really hadn't completely started my journey. But. Right. But it happens that you wind up at the right place at the right time with the right people, even though you don't know it. Back to trust and believe. You are exactly where you're supposed to be with exactly the right people, even though you start to question that. 
I question it all the time that I laugh at myself. Yeah, Did Jim. You, yeah, just have. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm just laughing at myself because I, I know this was already divine set up. But I'm thinking, why did they pick this person? And why did they pick this city? What's all the... Just laugh about it and move on. Okay? Because it makes it easier. Back to KISS. If you can accept it, just move on. Your journey gets a lot easier. Because you can make it challenging and difficult, or you can make it easy. What way would you like it given to you? Easy. No? You want uh, the hard and fast? (laughs) Okay, anybody else? I've lived in them before. I know that. There you go. And that's why. There you go. That's a giveaway. You have lived in those places before. Mm -hmm. Remember the word passion. You have uh, like a calling to go back to it. Okay? That's like going to, to, let's say, Ireland or whatever. You know, it's because even though it makes no logical sense to you, why would you have an affinity to Victorian homes? Why don't you like uh, mobile homes, for example? Oh, man, you should live in a real updated modern home, like a mobile home. No. You want the old stuff because it bring it's going to bring back a great passion and love you had from something in the past. The same with me when I was a little boy. We prepare for Halloween, and my sister finally said to me one year, she said, "Why are you dressing up as a cowboy?" My response was, "Because I wanna be a cowboy." I was a cowboy every year for Halloween. Why? Because I was a wanna be cowboy. <laughs> hmm. And the past life experience was I lived in Kansas City. I was born there probably. And I moved to Arizona and changed my name to Bart from Tom. <laughs> True story. I can, you say, how can you know all this stuff from past life? Well, again, Wanda was very, I was able to put her under hypnosis just like Edgar Casey. She could tell me exactly all the stuff happening. I went back to Tombstone, Arizona, where I had that experience. And I drove into the town. They didn't look all that familiar, but we go into, if anybody knows the story, what happened, it was a mining town. And Tombstone, that's how it was built up, just strictly because there was mines around there, there was tons of money. And there was bars on every corner, literally. I mean, the, the towns, it was ridiculous how much drinking was going on there. But anyways, a lot of gambling and all things. Because it was like a free town. There was tons of money there, I can't remember. So at any rate, um, I worked, I got a job at what they called the Burge Cage Saloon. Okay, and that, that actually existed. And I went in there, and there was a museum, and we're going through the tour of the museum, just looking around. And all of a sudden, my hand is burning, and I look at it, and I said, I just got shot. And I said it to myself. So I find Wanda, who's in another part of the building, and I find hand. I said, just hold my hand for a second. I don't tell her anything. I just say, hold my hand. He holds it. You just got shot, she said. <laughs> exactly what I just said. I just got shot. Well, we put her under hypnosis, and the story was, I was working in the bird cage saloon as a bartender, gambler, entertainer. Imagine that. <laughs> okay. So here I am in that lifetime, and I had served what they called watered-down whiskey to a patron, a miner. And he shot me, and he just said, if you, if you do that to me again, I'll shoot you through the heart. And, and the way Wanda said it, you could just, her voice changed and everything, just like rough as tar. You know, she was, she meant business. She would, he would have killed me in a heartbeat. Now, if you're in business, now see, another thing I learned about myself if your boss tells you just to do something that is not right, like sell down, water down product, even though you say he's drunk, but that's not the point. If somebody pays for it, they deserve what they're paying for. Does that make sense? And it bothers me if my boss was to tell me to do something inappropriate. 
because I know what the punishment is. Understood? You will have memory to take you back to the past experience. So that's why if I'm going to do something, it better be honest. Does that make sense? That's the way that hole in my hand taught me a lesson. You imagine that, okay? So by the way, uh, this woman over here, Heather, was also working at the birdcage. And she was an excellent gambler. She was cleaning those poor miners out of their money. This woman was in the basement just... That's why she's good at card playing today. And she is a very good gambler, okay? And that's the truth. She is. Because that past life experience now is carried over. Okay? This is the truth. And this is why she's very good at things today, because she was excellent at them. These poor, remember, these were miners. They weren't gamblers. They had money, though. Understand? So who is easy to take the money from? Miners. They didn't understand gambling. She did. She knew what the odds and the cards and all that stuff were. So that's why she won a lot of money in that lifetime. So, okay. And we both worked there. So that's how the acquaintance got started there. And now we have to hook up again in this lifetime. A different way. Okay. And that's the way it works. <laughs> and uh, anybody um, remember there was a movie called The OK Corral, which was, had to do with Tombstone. Basically, it was a family feud between the Earps and the outlaws, I'll call them. They were rough, tumble characters. I was probably about eight or nine years old, and I went to a movie called the, the, uh, OK Corral, and it was back in the 50s. Back in the 50s, anybody remember that other than me? Probably not, because I'm old enough to remember it. You know. And the movie was a Western that, when the movie was over, it bothered me. I could not explain to anybody why it bothered me. I couldn't understand why it bothered me. Because I'd seen many westerns and shoot 'em ups and nothing bothered me. That's a big deal. That one bothered me. Well, getting back to my experience, because I actually was in Tombstone in that experience, the movie was not depicting the truth. Imagine that. And I knew it was not true. Okay? It was sort of there, but it wasn't completely true either. So that's the best way I can explain it. I was there in the town and I knew what was going on. Okay? And the movie did not depict the truth. That's why it bothered me. And I couldn't explain that because, again, there was nobody I could talk to about this stuff. I'm a country boy, if you knew the term, a small town. There weren't spiritual people. <laughs> you know, my mother was, but you wouldn't fess up to that. <laughs> That's another story. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.